I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hi, everybody. It's Oops the Podcast. Thanks for joining us again. I'm Francis. He's Julio. Nice to see you. Good to see you, pal. How you doing? I'm well. Look at you and your ACG Nike. You get that on at some skate shop? (laughs) I bought this at Kith, actually. Nice. A place that you have a love-hate relationship with. Well, I like that place. (laughs) It is cool, right? It's a cool store. They've done a good job. Um, I am. How are you? You're in Colorado still. So, dude, I realized something funny. Uh, I'm in the town that the lawyer who represented me when I burned down that fucking field, come on, he's he's in this town. I'm yeah. thinking about stopping in and bringing him a an edible arrangement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> amazing. I know that's amazing. Uh, what's the name of the town? Steamboat Springs. Yeah, Steamboat Springs. That's Colorado. It's famous. What yep. a great name for a town. It's a good name. Eric Nordstrom, E R I C K. In case anybody mm. needs a good uh, defense attorney. Mm-hmm. This guy was great. So, dude, I have a question, though, about this. Now, I've been trying to get uh, global entry and, and uh, pre-check. Mm-hmm. I already have clear, but I want the real deal. You know what I mean? I want to yeah, be able to keep yeah. my electronics in my bag. I don't want to have to take my shoes off, all this shit. No. And I haven't got my meeting yet because there's a backlog because of uh, COVID. But I've heard that even if you have shit expunged from your record, it's still there. And a friend of mine went for his meet for his meeting before you, before you chime in here, he goes in and they're like, have you ever been arrested? And he goes, no. And they said, why are you lying? And he goes, well, he goes, I got arrested when I was a minor for underage drinking. He's like, I thought I got, it got expunged. And I thought that it was off my record. And the woman goes, it's never off your record. And then he got denied. Jesus. Well, (laughs) that, that, you know, okay. So then that begs the question, what does expunged actually mean? I know. Because expunged seems like a big time word. It sure does. You know, if you, I remember when we were in college and we had this final club that I've talked about before. And my senior year, one of the members who was younger got kicked out of the club for having sex with a girl in the poker room. There was a room that had a poker table and he brought her down there and they had sex. And uh, then someone walked in on them and you weren't supposed to have sex in the club. And he got kicked out of the club. And then his name was expunged from the records. Wow. And that meant that there is, if you look through the annals of history of that club, (laughs) you will not find him. No trace, no mention you know, even if there's a class photo, I'm pretty sure they probably blotted his face out. But he can't join again? No, no. He, and, it, and it was only when you were in college. But, yeah, there's, oh. that was it. He was not allowed gotcha. back. He was forbidden gotcha, and, gotcha. and deleted, really deleted from the history of the club. So here's the question I have. What are the repercussions of not being deleted if the membership – eligibility ends after you're 22 or 23 like college sports you know what i mean um 
Like, yeah. who cares if his name's in the record books? No, nobody cares. This wasn't a big oh, okay. deal. It, 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 it was just that to say that when what I understood for expunged is that no one will ever know or ever be able to find gotcha. that a trace of that thing being the case. Gotcha, gotcha. So if if your friend, his criminal record from when he was a minor is still available to government sources, then that means he wasn't, it wasn't expunged. Gotcha. gotcha. Because expunged is ex- extreme. Right. And it is as it needs to be, you know, get it out of there. Expunged is a very specific word. Right. It is very specific. Sort of sounds like you're getting rid of all the sponges in your house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ex- <laughs> I expunged the house. It also sounds like, uh, you know, a post-sex ritual to cleanse yourself of all of the, sure. all of the you know, nasty juices that are Toxins, yeah. conjured up. Dude, I had, I had sex with my girlfriend yesterday. Oh, wow. Congrats. I know. How was it? It was, it was so fun. <laughs> it was so fun. Um, Great. And, and, you know, I'll tell you something. It hasn't been lately. <laughs> and it's, I, it's my fault. It's right, my right, fault. Right. Um, let me own that first and foremost. Hey, listen, man. You're a great guy for doing it. It, it hasn't been that fun because I am too in my head about it. Right. Um, but in what way? Like, well, you know, one of the problems is that we talk a lot on this podcast about how we've become bad at sex. Right. And then I go into it thinking that. <laughs> and then I just feel like I'm disappointing her. <laughs> I'm so psyched out about sex now. And it's so strange because I haven't been this psyched out about sex since I was like, uh, you know, early, early days of of it. Losing my virginity and then maybe a few of the partners that I had right after that. Right. Um, (laughs) That's what I I was thinking when I I, I heard you say that. I was surprised. Yeah. Yeah. it, it, It has become sort of this my everest (laughs) sex every time to me (laughs) is as psychologically dramatic and and burdensome as deciding to hike mount everest that's how i feel Twenty nine thousand feet of fucking yeah and by the way fortunately my body is still complying so it still signs up you know i get erections I I know where to put what one foot and one hand. I, I I bring the necessary gear, but I, but I'm aware during the act that my one my head is not where it should be, and two that I'm just I'm just not really um I'm, I'm I don't know I feel like I'm not very good at it, and, and I just feel sad. I feel sad for my girlfriend you know but yesterday you were doing the giving her those long strokes yeah yesterday um i went into the i you know i've been i'm working up in this little uh this little well it's the clam shack i think i've told you about the clam shack and i'm working up in the clam shack so we've we've separated our workspace because it's for a long time and let me tell you something so this is an important point and i think it's 
it's good for us to find in, in all the nonsense that we share with each other, some points for people at home. One thing I've learned about if, if you're quarantining with your girlfriend or your wife or significant other, uh, you, you must find some separation. Definitely. You have to find some separation. And for us, we were working at the same table that was four feet away from the kitchen in which we were cooking all of our meals, which was five feet away from the couch upon which we were watching all of our TV. Our entire sphere of existence was within a 10 foot radius. Right. Right. It was contained in a 10 foot radius. So um, what happens there? is without the separation of like a, a room for, you know, sex and sleeping and a room for work and all that, everything sort of blends together and you don't get that feeling of like, well, I don't know. It, it just sort of yeah, I get it. erodes the sanctity of different spaces for different purposes. Definitely. It's like a micro version of absence makes the heart grow fonder. Bingo. Yes. Well said. Yeah. And so when you're constantly working together, there's no moment really where you say, well, now all of a sudden you feel like you're in a WeWork space. Yes. And if you're in a WeWork space, you're not going to just tell the girl four feet away, like, hey, want to make a quick trip to the bathroom to fuck <laughs> each other? And then we'll come right back to this. You know what I mean? That's not how that works. Totally. Dude. I feel if I approach my girlfriend during the workday that I am sexually harassing my girlfriend, <laughs> that I am violating the workplace code of conduct. Yeah, that's great. So hundred percent. That's really, that's really smart. I, I yeah. noticed your different backdrop. I didn't realize that that is the result of you kind of making, making a different workplace for each other. That's very smart. Yeah. This little hut that I'm in, which is this very rustic hut. I don't know if you oh, can wow. see. Um, weirdly enough, this was on the property when my parents bought it 26 years ago. And it was used by the clammers who would kind of put oh. their gear in here and then go out at low tide and dig through the mud and dig up clams. So cool. And they moved it to a different part of the property and it just sort of sat untouched for many years and then my dad decided to spruce it up and turn it into what he calls a man cave um love it although man caves traditionally have like a whiskey bar and a poker table and all this man cave has a is stripper a pole <laughs> yeah like a desk <laughs> and uh, a couple pictures of him playing football in high school <laughs> sort of a shrine to himself if, if anything <laughs> That's a really nice take on a man cave, a place to go to reflect on how great you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's, it's very charming. And it's, it's, uh, if nothing else, it's a place, it's a great place to focus. And it looks beautiful. He, we, I had voiced to my parents that my girlfriend and I were having a trouble staying focused through the work day and, and that this blending of workspaces was not working very well for us. And my dad, who occasionally comes up to this place to work, said well why don't you just take the clam shack and they installed wi-fi and they've they're insulating some of the walls because it's fuck it's going to be cold as hell up here soon um and so i've come up here and the moment i came up here one not only has my 
work ethic and my focus and my output been a lot better. But two, my sex drive went way up. Hell yeah, dude. More like the slam shack. Yeah, the slam shack. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my the feeling now is, you know, um, I find myself thinking about like putting on a, a little porn or something. And then I'm like, you know what? No, don't do that. And then I wait until, you know, 3 p.m., 4 p.m. And then I get excited to... Well, this was just yesterday for the first time, but I got excited to go back to the house where she was working and sort of jump her bones a little bit. Absolutely, man. Take and that. I hadn't felt that primal, you know, sort of fantasizing about my girlfriend thing in a while. And not because of her. She's sexy as right. hell. It's me. My libido was just gone from the constant attachment to this person that I rely on who, who serves, who wears so many hats of, you know, psychologist, uh, teammate, fellow cook, um, all this stuff. So I will say that division of workspace, the separation there during the day is very helpful and fruitful to our relationship. I think. Dude, fucking great. Very happy for you. Thank it's a you. great thing to discover. Yeah. Big things yeah. on the horizon for you too. Yeah. You know what's funny though? <laughs> it's funny what's funny is that when you're not having a ton of sex, mm-hmm. having sex feels a little new each time. Right. But I don't necessarily mean that in a good way. Uh uh, uh interesting. Wait, in a bad way as far as what? Like you feel rusty? No. I if I say something in dirty talk to her, you know, I, I feel like a psychopath. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like dirty talk, you got to kind of break it in. Right, 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 right. And you find, you, you keep, I find that with dirty talk, you push a little farther each time. You explore yeah, a little, yeah. you know what I mean? You test the waters <laughs> and you're like, okay, was she okay with me saying that? All right, we can go a little farther maybe we'll follow that thread yes absolutely going on and on back to square one yes yes and so you go back to square one which is really basic you're on first base again and with the dirty talk and you're just like oh do you like that because i feel good oh i'm so turned on (laughs) you know you stick to your 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 basic fastball and your change up um and then but if you start having more sex (laughs) then you can lose yourself in the moment and write off the crazy junk you're throwing to being impassioned and uh, being like, well, I don't even remember that I said, you know, she knows that if I said some crazy shit right now to her during sex and she brought it up after, I would not be able to say like, I don't even remember saying that I was so into it. She'd be like, you knew exactly what you were saying. You're a psychopath. Never say that to me again. <laughs> Dude, I'm just, this is just making me wonder what kind of shit you're saying. That's like so insane. No, no, but that's my point. Like I didn't not say, that okay. yeah, I didn't say anything crazy yesterday, but I think back to things that I have said. Uh, and I know that there are things that I have said that worked great a while ago that if I said them right now, 
I haven't earned it. Right, right. You know also, I mean? there's, I, there's something that's mind, there's mind fuckery around Dirty Talk because it's an incredible example of how in the moment it truly works. And then literally like five minutes after you're finished, it's a thing that you maybe shouldn't talk about because oh it's God. like uncomfortable. Yeah, and, and, and I, I'll never forget the great Dane Cook bit about, uh, you know, my, he said, my dick feels like corn. It was on some album, some early album, you know, everyone shits on Dane Cook, but man, he was funny and, or is whatever is funny. And, uh, I'll, I'll always remember that there, there's shit. Exactly. Like God forbid you ever had like a court reporter read back <laughs> a stenographer the stuff that you had said during sex. Oh my God. Yeah. It would be bad. I know. Yeah. Well, dude, uh, speaking of which, of, of things that are bad, I saw maybe the icing of, on the cake moment of homeless people interrupting outdoor dining. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Wait, was it the Washington, D.C. thing? No. I, I mean, oh. I wasn't there for that. Is that something crazy? No. I just saw a clip this morning of this Washington, D.C. protest that came to an outdoor restaurant and basically, like, got right into the you know it was 50 people right into the faces of the people that were eating there and started like screaming at them being like white silence is whatever i don't remember how that ends but white silence is being complicit or and that's uh, hard if you're if you're like you've been protesting all week and you're taking a break to eat lunch buddy that's exactly what this woman (laughs) said she was like i've been marching with these people forever like i didn't i didn't feel like i should stand up from my philo- you know my fucking tabula and uh <laughs> join them in that moment uh, like, dude, that's crazy that's really intense yeah. well anyway this this thing that i witnessed was nonpartisan, but it was like it was really fucked up when i saw it but now when i think back on it and even telling the story i mean it's it's gonna feel funny to, to say Good. but this guy was walking down the street trying to talk to himself being like fuck motherfucker like he was like pissed off about something Thing. and like kind of doing this he was bobbing his head yeah. and he was yeah. he was a guy that you know if you saw him you'd probably try to cross the street yeah he's walking <laughs> and he's doing that and he walks by this restaurant mighty quinn's oh i love mighty quinn's great i love it too sixth street and second avenue there's a guy sitting there minding his own business just eating his you know brisket Steak or whatever up, yeah. you know Burnt enjoying ends. himself and the guy, he just goes, motherfucker. And he just goes off. He knocks the guy's food off the table and starts beating the shit out of him. No. He started kicking this guy's ass. He punched him in the face. He started like, and then like a bunch of people ran over and chewed him away and scared him off. But like, I was like, what the fuck? You saw this all happen? Yes, I saw this all happen. I was across the street. I was like, what the fuck? Dude, Jesus Christ. I know. How, how shitty is that, dude? Well, it's, I mean, it's beyond shitty. It's, <laughs> it's the worst thing scary. ever. This guy looked like such a nice, he was such a, he was a peaceful guy. He looked like he plays the cello or something. He had long, straight hair. He was just minding his own business, oh not God. expecting to get his ass kicked for no reason. Well, let me, I mean, that's anarchy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. That's partially anarchy. like lawlessness to the umpteenth degree. That is a, yeah. a state. Terrible devoid of police and and rule of law let me ask you this let's say that the guy eating you know his beans and fucking whatever let's say that he was really good at 
MMA. Just yes. on the side, once or twice a week, he goes to his fucking dojo and uh, tries to work his way up the belt system. Yes. If that guy, after this dude starts attacking him, if that guy puts him in a sleeper hold and kills him, <laughs> is he in trouble? I, I don't know. I mean, one would think that someone with that high of a degree of skill in Taekwondo or whatever Fine. should be able to put someone down without killing them. Fine. Let's say that I did it. Let's say that I did it with no experience other than enjoying watching fights from time to time. I'll tell you what, man. I, I would argue that there, was, there would be a way that that could get spun in the wrong way and you become a public villain somehow. Okay. But there were witnesses. Presumably there's some sort of street camera. Right. Hopefully. And if there is, you should, you should be fine. But I, I'd I, you be know, fine. I've killed a man. I know, but he was in self-defense. He started kicking your ass. So that's my question. Where does self-defense turn into murder? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But I Where's feel like- Where's the line from like, oh, you've taken care of him. You should, have, you should have laid off at that point. Well, that's true. I mean, if you give him a roundhouse kick to the face and put him down and then keep kicking his ass, that's probably crossing the line a bit. But if, yeah. you, if you punch him once in the face and he goes down and dies, which by the way, how don't people die more when they get fucking stalked in the face? There are all these fight videos I see all the time and I'm like, how is that person alive? Yeah, well, I think, I think, I think it does happen a good amount. I think people sl- snap back and hit their head on the pavement, right. get brain bleeding and die. Right. And I've heard stories of that happening. I don't think you see videos of it as often because that's one of those things where you know you google knockout on youtube usually if a video has is of someone being killed that's like police evidence and and we feel weird watching it you know what i mean agreed 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 it's so severe and so unsettling to see someone killed but that way i don't i don't want to watch videos of people actually dying there used to be do you remember in like LimeWire, there was something called Faces of Death? I don't know. I mean, I've, what was it? What was it? I think it was like clips of people actually dying. It was oh, but like. It preceded YouTube. And like it beheadings was, and stuff? Uh, you know, I think, I think that happened. There was that for a bit. But I'm talking about like motorcycle accidents. Oh, man. And, um, I don't know what else, just stuff like that, or people falling off of rock walls that they were climbing, whatever it may have been. And, and it was a, a thing people would watch, I guess that's snuff films. Right. To right? some degree. Right. Yeah. What is a snuff film? I think it's a, I, th- I think it's when you, somebody like dies in a sex scene or something. Oh, is it sex? Yeah. Chris, could th- you look that up for us, please? Dude, speaking of which, and I know we were talking about the Grizzly Man audio recording, which I have not yet listened to, but hilariously, after we talked about that on yesterday, on the episode that we recorded yesterday, I saw a fucking bear walking around outside my oh, window. Yes. A did. big black bear, dude. He was just, and there was construction workers across the street, and he was just, he was climbing up on the car. It was like crazy. I've never seen a bear that close. You know, wow. yeah, I think bears are, um, it's tough 
because that bear and you sent me a picture i wanted to pat it you look cute right i wanted to feed it a peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> And, and the, the, that's another thing where you'll see clips of people where bears are just that kind of a bear comes up to them at a picnic table and is all cuddly and sits down and sits like a human being. And, you know, it's all fun and games. But I think the species that, what, what was that? A brown bear? Black, Black bear? bear. Black, Black bear. bear. Uh, are those ones less violent and antagonistic than... Uh, grizzly obviously they attack but i think that they're known to be a little less cantankerous than grizzlies mm, okay like i think you're less likely to get into big trouble like they're typically scared of humans i guess grizzlies are too i don't know enough about bears but this is right. what everyone here is saying that they're like not that big of a threat but like you still want to lock your doors because they figure out how to open doors and shit and they're just looking for food right right yeah, he seemed very um, comfortable in a human environment. Right. He was just kind of chilling. The, I would love to have a bear from its infancy until it was, whatever, a year old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To just Before have it could a, turn on you. Have a pet like that. They're so cuddly and fun um, and adorable. And I think they make funny sounds. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's right? pretty good bear. I've never tried to do that before. Yeah, that's really good bear. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. But, but let me ask you this. like, If you could have any animal from an age of when it, wasn't able to hurt you and then you could just sort of release it or something once it was able to kill you uh what animal would it be wow like dude honestly like i'm fine with a dog no <laughs> like, come on julio just... god damn okay, it i know fine that was boring think outside was boring. the box a little here but before before answer think about how hard it would be to let him go into the wild and he doesn't even care that he's leaving and you feel, you know, you're like, well, I got to let him go now. It's time for him to spread his wings. All right. Well, let's Literally. pretend that you're, you know, a heartless celebrity who has the means to adopt okay. a fucking, you know, snow leopard and then, and then oh, wow. moves on to the next thing because you don't care because you're an asshole. Like Justin Bieber adopting, you know, a pet. Um, first of all, snow leopard, dude, have you ever heard their, their roar? Is it, it was- cute? No, it was on uh, planet Earth, and I don't think I'm going to be able to do this as well as I did a bear, but it's more like, Ow! Oh, oh, good. Really fucked up. No, I but, get it. That's but pretty dude, good. Honestly, you make an extremely good point because bear cubs are fucking adorable. Yeah, like they a are. bear, imagine just cuddling, snuggling in bed with a bear. Oh, oh dude. Oh. A pa- <laughs> panda? A fucking panda? Oh, wow. That, is oh that your answer? That's pretty good. 
pandas are up there. I mean, if you watch those clips of the pandas like rolling around and playing with the guy trying to feed him, oh, I know. I want to be in there. Bamboo. I don't think they're even that dangerous, right? Well, right. Yeah, because they're not carnivorous. Um, But that would be tough to feed them enough bamboo to keep them alive. Yeah, is it hard to get that much bamboo? I think they eat like a shit ton of bamboo. They eat forests of bamboo because <laughs> bamboo has such poor nutritional value that they need to eat an insane amount in order to be fed. You no know? way. That's an insane yeah. fact. And they won't change their diet. They're such picky eaters. Yeah, they really just only like bamboo, dude. They just chew on bamboo all fucking day. And there's no, there are no calories in bamboo. <laughs> no vitamins. Dude, I have, speaking of which... I got a good would you rather. Great. That is much more reasonable than the ones I typically bring up. So I think cool. you will hopefully enjoy this. Would you rather get to only eat one dessert for the rest of your life? One specific dessert too. You can't be like pie. It has to be a specific kind of pie. Yeah. Only one dessert for the rest of your life. And it would not affect your body negatively at all. You could eat as much of it as you want, but you could only eat that one. Or have things be normal as they are where you could eat anything you want, but it fucks your body up potentially if you eat too much of it, whatever. Huh. I think, I think you'd get a lot of different answers from people on this. Yeah. Uh, and I think for me, my answer is variety is the spice of life. And I would rather maintain the status quo with access to various desserts because okay. Even if let's the whole purpose of choosing the singular dessert is that it doesn't affect you, which means that in theory, you can eat mountains of it. But if you eat mountains of it, you're going to get sick of it. And so unless you had some insane willpower to only eat, you know, one serving of that dessert every other week or or something i don't even know how much you'd have to space it out before you got you know you know because i still think you'd get sick of it all right but dude like i i know people the only reason why i thought of this is because i know some people who literally eat coffee ice cream only you know what i mean there are those people who yeah. really truly like one dessert and like that suits them pretty well but i agree with you i mean variety is truly the spice of life right and uh you know i think i would probably stay stick with the variety What's your dessert that comes to mind if you had to choose one? You're going to think I'm such a fucking plebeian for this answer. Are you going to say vanilla ice cream? Are you going to say vanilla bean no. ice cream? It's, it's actually, a wor- I would argue, a worse answer than that. My, the, the dessert that I would want if I had to choose would be an Oreo Blizzard from Dairy Queen. Dude, that's not a bad answer at all. You, I, I appreciate that. That's not a bad answer at all. That's Dairy way Queen's incredible. I thought it was going to be. Oh, really? What did you yeah. think I was going to say? Well, I, I, I was expecting something, some bullshit. Like a Sonic the Hedgehog popsicle I don't even, stick? Yeah, I don't even know. Some fucking, <laughs> a fri- you know, like a Slurpee or some bullshit that you'd get at a movie theater. You know, Slurpee. like Slurpees are disgusting. <laughs> They're fucking terrible, dude. What would yours be? Well, you know, there, there's a... There are a few ways to think about this. I mean, I've been thinking about it since we, you brought it up. And, and one of the ideas would be like, if you got, if you chose an ice cream flavor that had a whole bunch of different shit in it. Right. Like everything but the kitchen sink from Ben and Jerry's, which would mean that not only are you getting 
the ice cream, but that if you wanted variety, you could just one night pick out the peanut butter cups or the chocolate covered pretzels or whatever. And therefore you're kind of finding a workaround. That's a crazy, that yeah. is a crazy. Chris just uh, wrote Neapolitan ice cream, which is deeply troubling, Chris, that you would <laughs> write that. Come, come in here for a second, Chris. Neapolitan ice cream. If you're not familiar, Neapolitan ice cream is the ice cream that is like chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla. It's three different yeah. colors in you one. Say you say you maintain ones. the variety, like yeah. the way you're saying. Dude, that ice cream is disgusting. <laughs> Do you eat that ice cream, Chris? No, but it has three different flavors in it. That ice cream is fucking nasty. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Oh, That's God. Great, that is really it's funny. Lo- it looks like somebody who was trying to, like, make space in their freezer, so they've put all the remaining other ice into one thing. It's fucking – anybody who eats that, oh, God, I just it just sounds poor. <laughs> so poor to me. Yeah, Breyers Neapolitan ice cream is the pits of dessert. It really is. It really is. <laughs> so, um, my you know, my answer would be – yeah, like e- either that kind of an ice cream that has some sort of variety to it, or maybe a po- my mom's rhubarb pie that I love so much. Uh, mm. if, you know, if I had unlimited access to that, that to me, or or actually key lime pie would be a pretty good answer too. Mm. Key lime pie never gets old. I, I know find. you love pie. Key lime I pie is love- fucking good. I'm a pie guy. Yeah, love it, dude. Well, dude, I have a, we have a pretty good email. Let's and, get into it. Yeah. So this is an email. This is actually a follow-up email from, uh, from Joe who had told us about his crazy ex-girlfriend. Or no, sorry, not his crazy ex-girlfriend. His crazy ex-girlfriend's parents. It's a very, very funny uh, email, and you should check it out. It's episode 85 that we talk about that email. Yeah. So we, so Give us a quick reminder of what that email was. So essentially, like, the, this, this uh, girl's parents used to harass him uh and it was really funny i mean like he would be saying talking about how his daughter had a fat ass and like he like my daughter's fat ass and then he was asking him if he liked how he liked porn if he liked it hard or not and then he was calling him gay boy all night like all this just crazy harassment occurring to this poor guy who'd go over to hang out with his girlfriend's parents yeah the dad the dad would speak very crudely and oh you know inappropriately to the son yeah uh that's what it was yeah or to, yeah. to the boyfriend rather yeah like you know it was it was crazy definitely go back and listen to that episode if you're new uh and if you've been listening for a while i'm sure you remember that one because it was probably our funniest email yeah. um but anyway so we have an update and uh it's pretty good and it's actually something that i think is going to resonate with you francis because we've talked about it a bit so what's up fellas uh this is Joe, still not Jolene, because the, fa- the father used to call him Jolene. <laughs> you guys, I once wrote into your show describing how awful my girlfriend's parents were the first time I met them. Um, remember the dad who put a machete to my throat and tried groping my penis to ensure it was big enough to handle his daughter. That's so right. That's right. Now I remember. He said, anyway, they recently broke up predominantly because of how awful her parents are, which is crazy wow. i feel bad for the girl man to be honest mm-hmm. um nevertheless i'm moving forward uh and he's dating somebody new but he goes this girl's mom passed away just over a year ago and today is her mom's birthday 
we've only been going, we've only been on three dates, but things are going well. One night we even cooked dinner at her condo. She's comfortable with me coming over, whatever. He goes, here's the predicament I'm in. I don't want to be perceived as a complete simp or that I'm trying too hard or giving her flowers on her, you know, deceased mother's birthday just so I can get some coochie. He goes, after knowing her uh, just for two weeks and going on only three dates, is it way out of pocket to unexpectedly drop off flowers and say hello real quick to cheer her up? Yeah. Like, essentially, is it too early in the process of them dating for him to go there? Dude, the, the fact that he's even considering that this might not be something good to do is so sad to me and right. is such an indictment of where we are. Right. You know, the term simp, <laughs> I, I hate it. Yeah. I, I hate like it the term simp. Um, it's basically like a way to make fun of guys who are nice to women, right? Right. What, I, what is I, this I, simp I'm, exactly? I get called that regularly. Like people, if they're harassing me on the internet, will be, this guy's a simp. Yeah. <laughs> I, th I think it's a simpleton. But it has something to do with. Right. The connotation is that you're like a pussy or something or that like you, you are, you're too subservient to the women that you're dating. So, or I think that you, is, I think that's a, a definitely a column. You're not an alpha male. Maybe it's an offshoot of the beta idea. I think you're right. I think it's exactly um, right. But the reality is it's like, to me, a simp, you know, what does it really mean? It's a guy who respects women, who like attends to women, is is attentive and, uh, you know, dot doting right upon his his girlfriend or look yeah sure there's a difference between if, if it's a girl you don't know and you're like laying down red carpet flowers all that shit we've all heard of that and it's like whoa you know chill out a little bit yeah, but yeah. but whatever the, but dude send, sending her a thing being like thinking of you on this hard day or something totally it's not nice. a, it's not a bitch move at all and it doesn't come off as you trying to get in her pants you know what i mean this isn't like a teenage comedy like she will 100 percent appreciate it and not think that you're just using it to try to get some ass uh, completely agree completely agree i think once you become a grown-up you stop overthinking uh the game um and and you don't second guess nice gestures like that the reality right. is if this girl is worth her salt you a move like giving her flowers on the day that her mom passed away should make her very happy um, that, that you were that thoughtful, that you were that aware yeah. of her tough time. I mean, you know, that that's like, if there's a girl out there who, who had a, a parent recently pass away, who goes on three dates with a guy, you know, which by the way is like enough dates where, yeah you, you're like you're not wasting your time with that person anymore. oh yeah three you're dates like, is the real deal yeah you want to spend time with that person and then then that guy remembers that you told him that your mom died on this specific day and then he delivers that thing if there's a girl out there who reacts to that nice gesture by being like oh my god this guy's a psychopath and likes me way too much like who does he think he is so he's just immature. trying to get in my pants Yo, fuck, fuck that, that girl. Fuck but that. Fuck that girl. But I also don't <laughs> think that that girl really exists. I would hope not. I think and, you're and, right. And th you're right. if she does, it's it's a very small number of women. It really is. Let's not paint in broad strokes here, right? Like, remember, we're still dealing with human beings. 
mm-hmm. and death and grief are 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 such i don't know uh leveling and humbling uh events and universal like everybody and, experiences it where, yeah you know? where where they will cut through the gaming of relationship building of, of like you know the 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 fucking chess game of early dating totally um so to this young man joe jolene uh absolutely if you want to do that do it but you know also make sure your intentions are right like not to be a total fucking priest here but if he's doing it to fuck her that's a little weird agreed and dude you've already and i don't think he is but i don't he think was, he is if that would if be stupid like, yeah if you like the girl and you want her to feel better on this day go for it yeah in this day and age three dates if you're not getting laid soon there must be god must be involved you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. three dates is a long time to wait as is you know what i mean so you're getting laid soon if you haven't already and uh you know yeah you definitely don't need to pull any fucked up mo- mo- maneuvers like this in order to ensure that happening yeah Especially things are going well you know exactly um but I am glad you brought this up and I understand why. I think people probably know that my, my girlfriend's dad passed away just about a year before I met her and we started dating. Um, so it was pretty fresh. Mm-hmm. And let's put it this way. The first, all of the first like events that reminded her of it. So his birthday and the day he passed away and father's day all of those first father's day birthday day he passed away occurred while we were dating right so that's a that's a big thing to kind of go through and i'll tell you that when you're dating somebody who has lost a a parent or maybe a sibling those days really sneak up on you and you need to fucking put it in your calendar. You really do. Um, because all of a sudden you're going to wake up next, next to her one morning and she's going to be crying right off the bat. And if you're like, what's wrong, you're the asshole. Yeah, totally. You gotta, you gotta be prepared. You need to see it coming because you need to be aware. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to like, whatever you, you can go out and buy flowers. It's really nice. And you know, or, or take her to dinner or I guess, I, I don't know what, do whatever you want to do. But at the, at the very least you need to know why this particular day might be hard for your, the person that you're with. Totally. Well um, said. And it's something that like, you know, I need to be aware of, for, for the rest of time it's not as if it ever gets that much easy i mean it gets a little less painful but each each year those three dates are going to be dates that i need to fucking prepare for yeah you gotta um, put on your you gotta put on your boyfriend belt and go and be and take care of her yeah put on the old hard hat and not you know bring up uh not bring up how annoyed i am that she's consistently buying the uh chickpea pasta instead of the regular pasta at whole foods and and how it's like well if we're gonna we're gonna have our cheat day with pasta we might as well go the full nine yards 
And then she starts yeah, crying, don't. and I'm like, God damn it, it's just pasta. And she's like, No, my dad died on this day. And you're like, God damn it. <laughs> Shouldn't have brought up the pasta. Yeah, yeah. Avoid that at all costs. Yeah. Fantastic, dude. Oh, well, so, dude, great episode, yeah. man. Love it. Yeah, fun always, stuff. Always a pleasure. Good to see you, pal. Um, enjoy your weekend. Too. And uh, everybody, thank you for listening to us. As always, we will be back with more Oops the Podcast, as always. And uh, what, so one last thing. Uh, if you guys want to get a, a, a cheap thrill, I'm in this show called Big Dogs on Amazon. And uh, I'm, I'm barely in the show, like another classic situation for me. But I do get <laughs> shot and killed in episode four. So if you want to see me get shot and killed, uh, check it out. Wow. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Holy shit. That's I'm awesome. A- Are you in all of the episodes leading up to it? I'm in, t- I'm in two episodes. I think I'm in the f- first or second and then the fourth. Wow. Great, dude. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, right. I forget, but yeah. So I get shot and killed and I, mean, I have like three lines dude, but I'm in a lot of the scenes. So whatever. awesome. All right. Check that out. Big dogs on Amazon. Send anything you got to us. Oops. The podcast gmail.com. We love you. We hear you and we'll see you soon.